Welcome to Chronicles of a Bibliophile. This is a podcast exploring books, stories, and the people obsessed with them. I'm the librarian. My job in the podcast is to get, select, and organize books. P.S. Bibliophile means someone who really likes books. I am the chronicler. My job is to record and publish the very audio you are listening to. We are very glad you have joined us while we explore the never-ending wormhole of adventures and characters the librarian chooses. Our goal is to share with you the books we love and don't, to give you family recommendations and heart-touching books everyone's sure to enjoy. Let's go! Welcome to episode 16. Hello, librarian. What book adventure are we talking about today? Today we're talking about Fablehaven, Rise of the Evening Star, the second book in the Fablehaven series, by Brandon Mull. Nice. Yeah, so we already did an episode on the first Fablehaven, and it was awesome. It was such a good book, right? And it led us to enjoy and want to follow uh, Kendra and Seth along more adventures. So, librarian, tell us all about it. This book is about Seth and Kendra and their adventures as they once again save Fablehaven. They fight a narco Blix who can control people when you're sleeping like a zombie. He's kind of like a vampire. Um, gluttons, um, who like eat a lot. And wooden robots and cats with nine lives <laughs> who grow with each life. One of the fun things about Fablehaven uh, with both of these two books now is... This world of Fable Haven that the author has created is really limitless as far as imagination. Uh, he's given himself a world with almost no rules as far as magic. Uh, so almost anything can exist and almost anything can happen. So yes, I said brother and sister, brother and sister, Kendra and Seth, who are our main characters, uh, find an evil creature has come to their school. So before they actually return to Fable Haven, the place, the book opens with them back at school, about to finish the year. And all of a sudden, a... Uh, what was that creature called? I think they called him a... Hmm, I, I forget. Anyway, it's basically like a goblin that can pretend to be human. And so um, <clears throat> they get a goblin or a evil creature that pretends to be human, comes to their school, and Kendra, in the first book, gets at the end of the first book, gets kissed by the fairies. fairies, and this turns her magic, essentially. And so now she... It makes her fairy kind, they call it. So it makes it so that she can see magic creatures, since most humans are kind of tricked by magical creatures. They just look like regular creatures. And so she can see that it's a um, like an evil creature and nobody else can. And so then they she finally gets a hold of her grandpa and tells him all about it, and they get tricked by a bad guy, and then get whisked away back to Fablehaven. And once they arrive at Fablehaven, they realize that they have to overcome all these uh, evil creatures and challenges that um, the librarian talked about in order to find a secret artifact that is hidden on their premises at Fablehaven. And they need to do that. They meet three adventurers who all teach them different things. And these are people who are wild magical creature hunters and potion makers and uh, magical item finders. And they're there to help 
uh, find the artifact. And then one of them, one of those three people, uh, is the turns out to be the Narcoblix, who uh, betrays everybody and takes everything over. And they f- end up fighting her off and finding the artifact. And then at the very end, this book ends in such a cliffhanger. I don't think it's that much of a cliffhanger. Oh, my gosh. So they find out that the most trusted leader, the very oldest, most wise, trusted, magical person that their grandparents really believe in and fall on for guidance, they find that maybe that person might secretly be the leader of the evil side, the um, society, of the, the, society of the evening star. And he might, so in the next book, oh, da, da, we'll probably find out if that is true. And I don't know about you, librarian, but I want to read the next book, like, right now. That's so good of a book. Um, so we will probably do that one down the road. But let's move on. Who was your favorite character? My favorite character was Kendra. Kendra is a brilliant, strategic, thoughtful girl who, unlike her brother, doesn't run into things head on. She also has cool powers that the fairy gave her when they made her fairy kind. Yeah, Kendra gets to be uh, definitely the uh, wiser, older. She's going into high school in the next school year, so that's her age. She just finished eighth grade. Um, And Seth, her brother, is in sixth grade, and he is mm, not very smart. Dad, or the chronicler, yelled, how could you be such an idiot to Seth (laughs) in the book, like, ten different times. This boy does not seem to learn. My favorite character was Dale, and Dale works at Fablehaven, and it seems like he's lived there a really long time, he and his brother. Um, And he is the groundskeeper and kind of work hand. He does a lot of the feeding and the taking care and helping them with all kinds of different things. And Dale is in both the first book. He actually even has a bigger role in the first book. You kind of learn to really appreciate Dale as a good character. But in this book, the reason I chose him is he is the most loyal brother and always does the right thing. And he is so patient and takes care of his brother. His brother was attacked by a uh, creature called a revenant who can use fear to like basically paralyze someone and make them a uh, all white, an it's albino. A, a mute albino. A mute albino. And he, no one knows how to cure him, but Dale keeps taking care of him and keeps taking care of him and is just such a good person and such a good character. Like he is definitely not a character that better ever betray anyone or I'm going to be very upset. Someday, but really if he somehow turns to a bad guy, he's like the goodest good guy to me. Um, so I really like Dale for that. All right, librarian, what was your favorite scene? I was going to say, um, Chronicler, that um, one quote I really liked from Dale's brother was that um, telling that guy secrets is like writing them across the sky. <laughs> yes, because his brother couldn't keep a secret, he was no. just too honest. Yep. All right. What was your favorite scene? My favorite scene was when Seth and Kendra meet up, meet back up after he gets out of the cocoon, and um, and he jokes to her that he's a ghost. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they thought that Seth was dead, and they thought everyone in the story thinks that he's been swallowed by a demon, um, but actually he had uh, been a. Uh, he had been kept safe by this magical cocoon that sw- that went around him right before he got swallowed. And so he actually gets pooped out by the demon, 
which is so gross. And then he eats his way out and breaks his way out of the cocoon that he's in, which is also kind of crazy and gross. But it is a very fun scene when he meets back up with Kendra, but both because she's happy to have her brother back, who she cared about. Um, and so that's good. But also, yes, he teases her and acts like he's a ghost. and It's pretty funny. Seth is definitely some of the comedy of the book. I will give you that. My favorite scene actually involves Seth also. But my favorite scene is almost as soon as they get to Fablehaven in the last summer in the first book, he got in big trouble for not following the rules and almost like ruined all of Fablehaven by opening a window when he wasn't supposed to. Uh, and this time, as soon as he gets there, he immediately breaks the rules and leaves the property to go find the satyrs. And the satyrs are uh, characters or magical creatures who are like, they have the upper body of humans, but they have the lower body of like goats. Uh, and then they have horns. No, they're goats. No, that's a different one. Horses are centaurs. Um, and they have built a tennis court and they are playing tennis when Seth shows up. And it's just a very, the satyrs are very funny. And it's a very funny, like, visual out in the middle of this magical forest to have a tennis court with two magical goat people playing tennis. And while he's there and they're arguing about points and stuff, uh, then the giant creature that ends up swallowing Seth, uh, the demon, um, shows up. And um, so you get, like, a real... And then also Hugo, which is this golem, shows up. Anyway, it, there's a lot of characters, a lot of magic, a lot of coolness and craziness. It's just a weird scene in the book out in the middle of the woods with magical creatures playing tennis. So on to... Uh, what did you rate this book, librarian? I rated this book five hearts. Five hearts from the librarian. Very good. It was a very good book. Now, let me ask you this. Did you like the first Fablehaven book better or this Fablehaven book? Mm, this one. Because Kendra has all those cool powers and stuff. Also, I want a flight rod. <laughs> yes, they have a magical item in part of the book that can help them defy gravity, which is pretty cool. Um, okay, well, I gave this book four hearts, and I thought it was very good. I actually liked the first one a little better, um, but this one is also very good. Uh, much like the first one, Parents, this book is super appropriate. Uh, I would say 10 and up, I think, is could understand it and read through. It's definitely a long chapter book. so you As know, long as they're really patient, because it is a very thick. Yeah, it has some slow parts maybe, but not many actually. It's pretty quick and active. Um, so I would recommend this. Yeah, probably like 10 and up. Uh, all right. So now let's move on to joke time. Chronicler, what's a monster's favorite play? A monster's favorite play? I don't know. Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. <laughs> That's terrible. All right, go. What's a ghost's favorite food? What's a ghost? Booberries. No, a boonana. A boonana, of course it is. All right. What do you call a dog that uses magic? A magic dog? A labracadabra doodle. <laughs> <laughs> that, a Spanish magician was doing a trick. He said, uno, dos, and he disappeared without a trace. <laughs> that one's funny, right? Okay. All right. Well, librarian, that just leaves us with what are we going to read next? Um, our next book is called Nikki on the Line, and it is by Barbara Carol Roberts. 
Excellent. And this is a book about a female uh, main character who plays basketball. So I am looking forward to something that is not magical creatures, because we've done a lot of animals and magical creatures. So something that takes place in the real world sounds fun. Well, I mean, technically it's not. Oh, okay. Thank you for listening, listeners. We will see you next time. Don't forget that an open book is an open portal. Goodbye for now. Goodbye.